Welcome, Faith family, to our after-sermon discussion today. We uh, are going to continue discussing this series in 1 Peter. Uh, this Sunday, or yeah, this Sunday, <laughs> we went uh, verses 3 to 9, and we were talking a lot before uh, we started. A lot of notes, a lot of things that, um, as I always do, and I believe a, a good sermon should do, is, is I'm, I'm still kind of processing what, what stood out for you as you went, or anything that just kind of caught your imagination starting off? I liked how Kyle um, asked a question when he led off about what comes to your mind when you hear of the word trials, mm-hmm. and then as he broke it down into life's trials, he then did two different subcategories of devastating trials, which we all know if there's you know a death in the family or something that's just horrific mm-hmm. that just impacts us. That's devastating, but then the frustrating trials and um, how we kind of scope that into Peter talking about those frustrating trials. And I kind of chuckled when he made the comment that we have trials that make tears run from our head and then we have trials that make us shake our head. Yeah. And I think we can all relate with that. Yeah. Every single one of us as we live in this world in 2021, whether we're talking about the workplace or the family or the government or the, the world as an entirety, we see things that are just absolutely frustrating that cause us to shake our head. And that's just a result of the world that we live in. But um, I did really enjoy additionally how we kind of set that up as the foundation that he drove it from there, um, unpacking the doxology and how we need a deep theology um, to endure the shallow trials that we encounter every day. Yeah, and so the very first thing that caught my attention was the fact this is one sentence that he began to, yes. that he told us over and over again, which I don't guess I would have really paid attention to that unless he, he spoke. But yeah, the, the truth, number one, especially, is you need a deep theology uh, to endure the shallow uh, trials. Right. And um, for me personally, that was just one of those yes moments. Right. As, as I, re, you know, you just brought it up that we're, fortunately, we don't deal with the deep, dark trials on a, typically on a daily basis, but we do do with the frustrating ones. Right. And um, to understand that there is a post and a pre, how I would deal with some of those uh, situations, frustration, anger, pride, and uh, um, and to know now that um, to understand for me, my theology leads me to understand that this is not out of his control. This is here for a purpose for me. Am I going to submit to it? Am I going to, you know, do what I, you know, on my end, what I need to do, uh, or am I just going to be angry about it? Am I going to just throw my hands up, am I going to sigh, am I going to be in depression, or, or those type of right, things. Right. So that's, that was a, just a, more of a confirmation of why I need theology. Mm. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of, well, let's just talk about the truth, too. too. You can rejoice and grieve at the same time. Right. Is that even possible? I think it is, and... If, if I kind of frame my understanding of the trials that we, we live in and how we endure them, 
as we kind of look, we have to recognize that we're, we're in the fall, and so we have to maintain that worldview of the fall and recognizing that this is not everything. This is not where our hope lies. And I liked how we kind of broke it down in the, the doxology about how our, how our hope is undefiled and, yep. and imperishable. You know, there's this inheritance laid up for us. And so we've got something that's concrete. So recognizing while we feel like we're in quicksand today, we have a concrete hope looking forward. And, and that really helps us to understand that as Christians, yes, we can, we can currently grieve and have hope at the same time and rejoice mm -hmm. um, that there's nothing wrong with that but you know figuring out how do we then glorify the Lord through it how do we find ways to bring him praise which is keeping our eyes fixated on Christ yeah well knowing that like Kyle said that trials aren't eternal mm -hmm. uh, that they're never wasted uh, and um, they are these colorful trials are controlled by God. And then he gave a lot of unique right. descriptions. We talked about that. You like the one, the, uh, he's got his, he's got his it? eye on the clock and his hand yeah, on the thermostat. Th yeah. 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 And, and for me personally, um, you know, when he said the trials will not burn up anything good, yes. you know, he used a lot of uh, terminology of smelting metal. We see that I'm in the old Testament right now. My, mm -hmm. Uh, personal reading, and I, I see that a lot. Uh, and so, for me, when he when he said that, it's not going to burn up anything good. There's nothing, you know. It's 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 making where another description he used where God can see His face in in, in me, right? In, in my faith or in, in my life and that type of thing. So, can't the uh, I don't want I'll be real honest with you. I don't like going through these type of things. I like my life to be unfrustrated. I've lived long enough now to know that that's not the case. That's right. not going to happen. There is a part of me, to be very honest, that is fearful. And I would think that I'm probably not the only one who fears these. We, we know that it's for our good then there's that fear factor involved. Yeah. How do I, can't talk to me, maybe no one else mm -hmm. is dealing that, how do I prepare for this next upcoming minor or major colorful yeah. event? So I think the end state is to recognize that this is a part of our sanctification. And I liked how Kyle kind of broke it down that at justification at the point that we are born again, that yeah. we are saved from the penalty of sin and then as we're being sanctified, we're being saved from the power of sin. And then yeah. at our future glorification, we're going to be saved forever from the presence of sin. So if you stop and think about it, I have been saved, I am being saved, and I will be saved. So there's that past, present, and future component of our salvation as you look at it between justification, sanctification, glorification. And the idea of sanctification is being conformed into the image of Christ. And so for me, recognizing that if my Savior could suffer, mm -hmm. the perfect Son of God could suffer, then why would I think that I should expect anything, anything you right. know, better than what he endured? So, so framing it under that, recognizing that, it, and really if you stop and look at the history of the church, even in some of the early church fathers, 
they rejoiced in the opportunity mm -hmm. to suffer these trials because it it was a reflection that they were true followers yes. of Christ. And so I think that, you know, we should, I think it says in, uh, in James that brothers rejoice when you encounter sufferings and, yeah. and trials. So you stop and think about it, that this is a normal part of the Christian life. And God is doing so for our good and for his glory. So this is for our good. It is good for us and it is for his glory. And as I've endured trials throughout my Christian life, I think I talked a few weeks ago about, you know, a year of suffering with, you know, having a, you know, lack of a church family and just really struggling to, to, to you know, uh, shepherd my wife at this point in time. God used that as an opportunity to drive me towards, towards the ministry, towards teaching and preaching God's word. So I went through all of that in retrospect, and it was suffering for me at that point in time, but the end result is that God was using that to drive me in a specific direction. So I think what we have to do is recognize that if you can stop and you can reflect and you can see that God was doing something, that he was rem back, yeah. removing something from, from my life, removing something from, from my heart, whether it be an idol or something that was just unhealthy, he was bringing me through those trials to make me more refined and pure so that I can bring him more glory. And as I stop and think about Christians, we're called to be, um, you know, I think Peter's gonna call us sojourners and aliens. And so we're, we're aliens here, but we're also, we're called to be ambassadors and reflections of the glory of God shining upon us and, and reflecting his glory so that all people will see our savior. Yeah. So he's doing that, he's doing that for our good. And just to recognize that it's, it's not a bad thing and that there's a time limit, there's a time limit you know, now on a, on a temporal perspective, but right. there's a time limit on the eternal yes. perspective that yeah. this will also come to an end once we're glorified and with our Savior. You know, as I was just listening to you talk, I, it be, made me think of a time not very long ago um, that it was a very frustrating time for me and I uh, didn't know why I was in the position I was in. And yet ultimately, one of the things he did was brought me to faith family. Mm. Uh, I got to know Kyle because I was in this area. And, um, it, it, you know, I can focus on the discomfort. I guess I could. Mm -hmm. Or I can focus on what has happened since that. Right. And, uh, and, and I'm thankful that you, you, it is okay to look back to see the markers that, remember when God did this in my life and right. brought us through, even though I didn't understand it. It's okay, I believe, to have tears that go along with the glory right uh, you know when you're glorifying or you're doing that doxology that he talked about to the lord yeah it's okay for there to be tears coming down there too right it doesn't mean you're less of a my faith is weaker or, or anything like that but i think that goes hand it can go hand in hand but ultimately like you said knowing that there is a time limit yeah. ultimately not only in this life but there is a time limit when it's over it's done yeah. I think something else that you kind of led me to think as you were just discussing that is that we are called as Christians to be a part of the body of Christ and the body has multiple members and recognizing that as you go through trials, God is giving you experience. Mm -hmm. Not only is he removing impurities from you, making you more refined, but he's giving you a sense of experience where you've learned from these lessons that you've gone through. And as we are in the body of Christ, there may be other Christians that are enduring the same things. Yeah. And we can come alongside them having lived through it. Yeah. yeah. And so like, you're not alone. I went through that and I can, I can share my testimony of how God helped me 
get through this and now um, quite frankly uh, you know a bit more mature because of it yeah. and, and take that knowledge and pour it into them as well and then just hopefully that that is reciprocated at some point in time that younger person now who's an older person later is able to come across that right. or more life experience yeah. or Christian walk experience. When you get like, white hair and yeah. bald like us. <laughs> yeah. When you get <laughs> when you get the age. So do it just a great sermon. Absolutely. Something that, that it's I, th I think it's uh, uh, we we can struggle with knowing that this is coming. But like you said, the reward mm -hmm. uh, to know that it's He's just removing the unnecessary from me. That's yeah. a good God. It, it not a, That's yeah. not a punitive per, uh, deity. That is a God that that is just gracious, and that's something that we can we can uh, fall on. So, yes. faith family, I appreciate you sitting in once again to listen to um, our thoughts about it. Just, uh, I would just encourage you reread these uh, these verses this week. Meditate on these verses. And, uh, and, and then look for people that you can help or that people that may need to help you to, to walk through some of these, these uh, trials uh, that, you, that you can go through. We appreciate it, and we'll see you here next Sunday. Thank you for listening to this resource of Faith Family Church. We gather on Sundays at 495 Hugh Hunter Road in Oak Grove, Kentucky, and are a short drive from Fort Campbell and Hopkinsville, Kentucky, as well as Clarksville, Tennessee. For more information, visit our website, myfaithfamilychurch.com.